Poems by Lydia Tai. Read by Brenda Zamora. Poem number one. Aspiration of the Ages. One day, I'll turn six years old. I'll have grown so big that I can climb a mountain. I won't fall off my bike or be afraid of monsters under my bed. One day, I'll turn ten, and at school I'll be the first to write cursive fluently. One day, I'll turn twelve, and I'll be the first girl in my school to hit puberty and grow breasts the size of watermelons. One day, I'll turn fifteen, and all the boys at school will lust after me. One day I'll turn eighteen, and every college I apply for will be begging for my admission. One day, I'll turn twenty-three, and I swear to God I'll be the only one of my friends not living in my parents' house. One day, I'll turn twenty-six, and I'll finally have a real job. One day I'll turn twenty-eight, and I'll have gotten married. One day, I'll turn thirty. I'll have kids, and they won't be like the snot-nosed kids I see on the streets and in restaurants. One day, I'll turn thirty-five, and I'll live in my dream house—one I've poured over real estate websites and consulted with the loftiest of real estate agents. One day, I'll turn forty, and with my investments and hard work, I'll be filthy rich. One day, I'll turn fifty, and I'll be the only one I know who won't have a midlife crisis. One day, I'll turn sixty, and my kids will have turned from bean sprouts to having my grandkids. One day, I'll turn seventy, and I'll be the only one I know who isn't sick or see the signs of aging fully realized. One day, when I turn eighty, I'll look back on my life, and I won't fear death. It will be the next great adventure. I dream of a day where I run free and climb mountains and never fall off my bike, and the monsters under my bed have been dead for decades, invisible, non-existent. A figment of my imagination, which have drifted away. One day, when I turn ninety, I'll look back on a life I was proud of. One day, when I'm dead, I'll look down from the clouds and smile, or be stagnant in the dirt. Yet one day, an old man told me, I too. Once sought after the aspirations of the ages, then came a time where I no longer strived for the life I was sold when I was young. I derived from life my own meaning. For gold and glitter are always over yonder. When I'm in the stars or in the dirt, I'll know that when time was of essence, it was of mine. 
I'm six, and I fell off my bike today. Yet I remember what the old man told me. Lightning. Thunderstorm. They struck us down two at a time. Just like the animals which came on the ark, they'll play a familiar song that will traumatize us in a moment, taking me and you down with it. A time I visualize I was sitting in your car, and you asked to change the song, hinting moreover without actually asking. Till Nicole switches the song, annoyed at your indirectness. The song coos. Your mother decided not to drive you to the hospital, even though you were blue in the face, overdose on fentanyl, heroin, and Xanax. It's not my fault. I sent the police to do a wellness check on you, and your mother turned them away. I'm alive. I swear it. I'm alive. And last I heard, you are too. I hope none of us forget the times we danced by your pool at midnight during the summer, when we felt our very being alight, diving in the cool, seeping water. Electric, I utter. The static that thrusts into the sky jolted me into the present. Old friends seep away into the oceans and lakes of the world. Memories dissipate like sparks dwindling in the air. Electricity, lightning striking me down when I hear that one song. When we all felt awake and alive. Poem number three, slumber. Dreams. Suspended in the air, my late grandmother, with all of my family in the garage, cloaked in white, all of us. She turns to me in a cryptic haze and tells me, in English because I don't know the words she would have used, that in her native tongue, Mandarin. This is my last gift to you. And takes a picture of all of us together. The next day, my boyfriend accidentally knocks over my pictures I have hanging on the wall on fairy lights. The picture of me with my family and late grandparents. Among the pile on the floor, I dust it off, and place it carefully on the fridge door. Dreams. Suspended in mysterious ways, my late grandmother, always a stylish woman, who wore red lipstick to her weekly trip to the grocery store, and had long, razor-sharp crimson nails, I remember as a child. In my sleep, I envision a scenario where I have two lipsticks, one vastly expensive. The other, not so much. My grandmother, 
eagerly asks to borrow the luxurious lipstick I possess. The next morning, I receive a package I'd ordered in the mail. A dark crimson lipstick. I recount the dream as a visitor hands me the package from my doorstep. She remarks, she's watching over you. Dreams whisked away. Six months since my grandmother has passed, next to my grandfather who passed just days after. Once a week, my grandmother visits me in dreams and appears to me in the morning. This hits me like a rock falling from a cliff. My grandmother who I yearn to see again, but not in dreams. Yes, till I see her in the next life. Lydia Tai is a disabled 28-year-old Taiwanese-American poet who writes to change her inner energies and as a coping mechanism for mental health. She is currently working on a novella called Schizophrenic Superheroes. Thank you so much, Lydia, for sending in your work and for collaborating with us on this special episode. And I wish you the best on your upcoming novella. And don't forget to keep us posted. And for all of you creatives out there, no matter what story you want to tell, no matter where you are or where you come from, you deserve to fulfill that creative spirit. So make art and make haste. Have a great day.